Man. This is Cortland Sutton, and you're listening to Roster Watch. Watch Nation, welcome back to the epic Roster Watch podcast brought to you by rosterwatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap here with the Trash Man, broadcasting on YouTube and on Periscope. Of course, you can also find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you listen. I always appreciate the ratings, the reviews, and in YouTube, especially the comments, the subscriptions, the thumbs up, etc. We really appreciate that stuff, and we will reply to every comment. Because there really aren't that many comments right now, so it doesn't take too much time. And we've been told that that helps us in the algorithm. So help us out. Uh, comment, subscribe, rate, review, uh, all that stuff. We definitely appreciate it. Trash man, what the hell's going on, brother? Not too much. It's languishing here in the in the in the, in the limbo that is uh, after the after the you know. What do you mean? We're Texas, so brother. After the quarantine after the quarantine's been lifted, you know, it's just like, what do you? You're how, allowed how to go back feel? out. I know you're allowed, you're allowed to. You're a healthy you young man. To? You're a, do you you're, want to? You're a healthy young man. Throw throw on a mask. Throw throw on some of those trashy gloves of yours and get out and live. I'm your a life. healthy young man, but my <laughs> you know. 73-year-old mom with dementia is not, so... Yeah, well... I, I just gotta be. She's back in Beaumont. None of those germs we're gonna get from Austin to her. <laughs> uh, all right, so a couple things we wanted to talk about today. I, I'm basically about to pivot from the best ball cheat sheet just to spending my time testing version one of the PPR cheat sheet, just getting that out a little bit earlier. Always interesting when you start running simulations as opposed to just kind of putting the skeleton together based on ADP. We're going to talk about that a little bit because whenever you run the simulations and you're drafting against um, what people are going to do in an actual 16 round, you know, redraft league, you know, roster construction considerations start coming into place where it's like sometimes I'm having to having to place some of these wide receivers in these spots versus running backs that don't really make me comfortable because I would generally choose the running back there, but just for, for the, uh, for the sake of guaranteeing that a well-balanced roster is put together uh, through this, uh, through this sheet, it's just every year when I begin to pivot from best ball to actual redraft, it's always an ordeal and a struggle for me. And that's the, what I've started out this week uh, with running the testing and running the simulations. And we'll talk about some of that with trash, man. Also, we uh, have a couple news and notes I wanted to get to. And then finally we'll have trash man tell us his do not draft list for uh, 2020. Apparently that's something that one of our partners tell, to, tells us is trending right now on YouTube. So we need to make sure and get some sort of trending label uh, up on the video to help as we continue to whore ourselves out in such ways. I, tr- tr- trash me. Do you, do you ever, um, do you ever really have a do not draft list for me? It's like, no. I don't, I don't. It's, it's pretty stupid. We're having to talk no, about it. It always depends on the situation. It depends on the 80. It's just like, it, it, 
I'll draft anybody if they fall. Well, I won't <laughs> draft anybody. Like I'll never draft. Like there are guys on my do not draft list, like uh, Jerick J- Jerick McKinnon. For for, for example, Frank Gore, the newly acquired <laughs> by newly acquired by the Jets. Frank, Gore. what do you think? What do you think of that? What do you think of that? Because Adam Gase wanted Frank Gore before McCagnan went over his head and fucking went and got Le'Veon Bell. Do you think this affects Le'Veon Bell at all? I don't think it affects Le'Veon Bell as much as it affects who was it that they picked up? Was it um, LaMichael P. It was Ryan? LaMichael Hay- P. Ryan? Yeah. yeah. You're um, thinking about think Michael Hasty. He he was an undrafted free agent to the 49ers. That's um, right. It was a bad landing spot for him. The, the Michael Pirine's a good player. Uh, he didn't pop off much during the week of the Senior Bowl, but popped off in the actual game. Um, had, he had the touchdown in the game, and I think he was he the leading rusher. Maybe Joshua Kelly was the leading rusher in the actual game. But the Michael Pirine definitely, I remember, had the early the early touchdown and looked looked good doing it. He's a – I don't think he's a threat to Le'Veon Bell right now. No, I don't think so. Do you think Frank Gore is? Do you think he's going to take – do you think that Adam Gase is going to take away some goal line work or anything like that? I mean – I think it's I just uh, – I think it's insurance for Bell. I mean, considering what happened last season. Fair enough. When I look at – when I'm looking around for trashy news and notes about these guys, man, I could not – I could not believe that we're starting to hear buzz about Dan Arnold, the tight end in Arizona. They're talking about um, uh, this is from via via uh, the athletic, but I'm just looking here on Roto world that the athletics Scott's Scott Bordreau speculates the Cardinals tight end. Dan Arnold will have a chance to make a real impact to this upcoming season. <laughs> I mean, what the what the hell is the what the hell is this about? Like, why would a beat writer be? What would it's a, a beat slow writer, news cycle? Well, right I mean, now. what 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 is that ass? What what is that asshole scene over the course of this whole quarantine period that makes him think that Dan Arnold's going to have to break out? I don't know, maybe Dan, he ran. Maybe he ran into Dan Arnold at the at the supermarket, and. Uh, and, and they would, and they would he even stop had a to safe socially distanced conversation. Oh God, with the masks on. <laughs> the, hey, trash me. It's so funny. Worst. It's so funny because like I'll see people like I'll be on my walk with my dog and like people feel like if they don't make eye contact, that's somehow like being more you know safe. You know, it's just like if they're not wearing a mask or something. It's like oh, if I don't look at this person in the eye, then I don't feel like uh, I don't feel as as as, as ashamed. Well, are are you wearing a, a mask to walk your dog outdoors? I wear a mask like under my chin, you know, on the, on the, in the, in the, in the occasion that I run into someone I know, I can just like flip it on. Oh, Jesus but Christ. I, it's, That's it's, horrible trash, man. Like, why, why do you even put it under your chin? You like the sunlight kills this thing. Vitamin D, like this thing doesn't, this thing doesn't transfer very well outdoors at all. Right. Like you're, you're six feet away from people outdoors. I don't think you need to wear hey, a mask to walk I'm about making. People, I'm about making people feel comfortable, too, in in, in the neighborhood. You know, if, if you're so it's about making people feel enough for them to see a, a to see a, a black. If you're, so, if, 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 if you're so if you're so worried about making people feel comfortable, you should start you should you should start wearing more deodorant and stop taking your friends to restaurants where you have to eat with your fucking hands. Never. 
Sushi is my favorite food, and I'll, and I'll always no, eat it with my no, hands because you're I'm supposed to. I'm not talking about sushi. I'm talking about the about the kind of shit you took me to go eat the one time, where it's like hot, like noodles and and pieces of hot meat and stew that you eat with your hands. If you want a fucking fork, they won't give it to you. They're like, no, uh, we don't. We don't. We I don't would have do that. Forks. I would do that again on my dollar just to watch the discomfort wash over your face. I, I look discomfort washes over my face anytime we start talking about players like Dan Arnold having having a fantasy impact. You see the the the, the discomfort, and it, the, the only reason, Arnold I want to talk about is Hey Arnold, the Nickelodeon cartoon. Look, man, I don't even know what that is, but I will say this: I was looking earlier just because I I, I got to I got to thinking to myself like what. What, what role is 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 a tight end going to have in Arizona anyway? To Arizona, I I looked it up on Sharp Football Stats just earlier, and uh, if I can get the window pulled back up, they by far ran the most uh, four wide receiver sets of any team last season. Uh, you look at when they went to three wide rec- when they went to run one running back. Um, here, just let me get it pulled up, and I'll I'll tell you the exact stats because we're always so. Always so organized here. So We're pretty exacting grouping. most of the time. Personnel grouping here on uh, sharp football stats. So on the type of down, let's just say, come on, sharp, get this thing going. So type it down. We'll say all downs navigate here like this. So one running back, four wide receivers. Dude. So they ran that 26% of the time last year, the Cardinals. Do you know what the near their nearest competition – can you even guess who their nearest competition was? Running I don't think you'll ever guess tiers? it. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think you'll ever guess it. Buffalo did it 0% of the time. Uh, or, or I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. Buffalo – no, Baltimore did it 0% of the time. Buffalo did it 0% of the time. Dallas never did it. Green Bay and Houston never did it. Um, the Chargers never did it. The Giants never did it. The Steelers never did it. The Titans never maybe did the, it. Maybe the Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals did it 1% of the time last year. <laughs> Arizona was in that formation 26% of the time last year. The closest, the closest, can you, b- b- believe it or not, trash man, it was Seattle. And was that just because by the end of the season, all of the tight ends were hurt? <laughs> Basically. They did it 9% of the time last year. But other than that, you have a couple of 6 percenters. You have Jacksonville, who obviously no tight end of consequence there. Washington Redskins, who um, did it 6% of the time. No tight end of consequence there at all after Jordan Reed was was hurt, right? Um, yeah, so you're looking at th- – I mean, you're just – hurt. 26% of the time they're in four wide receiver sets, and now they add in DeAndre Hopkins. How? What the fuck is Dan Arnold going to do in this <laughs> offense? Block? I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not buying into any, I'm not buying into any, any sleeper talk with that guy. Uh, not going to be getting him into uh, any of the best ball uh, or now the new PPR cheat sheet that we're beginning to test. A couple questions I have for you just with the um, – you know, we had the the winners and the losers from the NFL draft podcast that we did last time. And Byron and I got into a discussion about Austin Eckler and Miles Sanders. 
the ADP seem really close right now. Do you do you have any any inkling as to where you would go now that we know that Austin Eckler? I mean, he wasn't really hurt that badly in the NFL draft. I don't think that Joshua Kelly is uh, a downgrade to what they're going to be doing with him as much as it is to Justin Jackson, who is sort of the the, the one B there. But Philip Rivers, we know an elite quarterback at dumping the ball off to his uh his his running backs i'm not sure that tyrod taylor is the same you know i'm not sure i think it'll be pretty similar in that i think it'll be pretty similar in that okay but then but then miles sanders another winner in the nfl draft that they didn't even select the running back and the running backs behind him you know we talked about this on the last pod but he's just like boston scott and Corey clement and you know these dirt balls with that being said Philadelphia, they, it seems like they're so committed to a committee. It feels like we're going to have to be looking at one of these two guys there in the there in the kind of mid second area is where they're priced in. What do you think? How do you how do you how do you shake you know how do you shake that out between those two? Because Byron said he felt a little more comfortable with Austin Eckler. I'm I maybe do too. But when I begin to project Miles Sanders, he, I, he's a re, he's a good prospect, a good player. He, he was really coming on towards the end of last season, um, and they haven't done much to address the position. You know, I, I don't know if the reason why they've been so brutal with their committees has been sort of out of necessity, whether it's been out of the fact that they have a lot of options um, that they can generally utilize, and they just haven't recently. Do you have any Do you have any thoughts about that? All I know is that the AFC West is going to be the wild, wild West, and they're going to have to score a lot of points. Yeah, well, that's a good point. Out there, and so I feel like Eckler is going to be majorly involved in that. So, I mean, and I, I do think NFC East has improved offensively across the board. They've also improved um, defensively but, when you look at the Redskins, right? You look at yeah. the Redskins. You look at some of the – I mean, the, these are te- – these it, – it, the NFC East is not the shootout league that the AFC West is going to be. Yeah. So I feel like Eckler to me, I think he's got similar upsides to Sanders and I think he's going to, I, I just think they're going to have to dump it off a lot, a lot more to him out there. Aaron Jones continues to fall down my personal board. Um, I, I, do you like Aaron Jones more than, more than those guys at Tyler NFL saying he just got here. What did he miss? <laughs> He missed the he missed the trash man talking about how he wears a mask outside to walk his damn dog. What do you think? Um, Aaron Jones, not not Aaron Jones. Yeah, do you like well, Aaron only, Jones? I only partially wear it just to uh, to assuage just, the uh, just a virtue signal, just just to let people know that you have it in case you want to put it on. It's cockamamie. No, it's it's about comfort. Um, <laughs> He's funny. Again, where, where, <laughs> where do you like do you, do you do you like any of those guys better than Frank Gore? I, I'm, I'm, no, I mean I'm sorry, Jesus. <laughs> any of those guys better than Aaron Jones? Aaron Jones? Then yes, I like both of them more than Aaron Jones. I think I would rather have him than Aaron Jones too. I, th- I think I, I, I think I would too. Aaron Jones or Cooper <laughs> Cup? If you're in a uh, if, if if you're sitting there in, in that spot, it, it'd probably be around the. the Two three turn. Cooper Josh Cup. Ren- jo- Josh Reynolds five rounds later. No, five rounds later. You can take Josh Reynolds thirteen rounds later. Trash man. Gee, I don't whiz. know. I think he might creep up. 
Okay. Well, he's not. He's, he's certainly not going to going to creep up that high. Um, how about this? Now with the Frank Gore news and with the news that Rashad Penny might not. Well, do you, let's get back to the Eagles real quick and just to like uh, like another bit of news and notes. Do you believe the talk from JJ Ortega Whiteside that he was hurt badly last year and by the middle of the season he could not even get out of bed to go take a piss? I mean, I believe that it that would make be sense. I'm not giving up on JJ Ortega Whiteside. You're not. Nope. I'm not. I'm. I'm not done. I'm not done. Are you taking Whiteside or, or Rager? Oh, Rager. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I'm, but I'm, <laughs> this is this is more of a dynasty thing. I think that uh, I think that Ortega Whiteside. They're not going to just give up on him in Philly, and I'm not going to give well, up on him either. Well, they can't. <laughs> they don't have that many other people to throw the ball to. No, they have a few now after after the draft, but I mean, what they they got Hightower? Didn't they also get Quez Watkins in the draft and Jalen Rager? They definitely they definitely replenished the uh, the uh, wide the wide. I mean, and for me though, Whiteside is kind of redundant in that offense. I mean, he's basically a, with Alshon? you know Alshon's too old. No, he's no, get too you know, he's, he's like he's like a tight end to me. Oh, a, 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 a tight end that ran a four 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 at his pro day. How yeah. many tight ends do you know like, that are like that bad? He's, like he's like a he's like a he's like an Ingram. What well, that isn't that isn't redundant with Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard. That isn't redundant. He's a big outside alpha X wide receiver. That that isn't redundant. It's actually like the it's actually like the cornerstone, perfect cornerstone piece as, as, as in a comparison to what else they have with these stretch. How often did types. how often did he play outside last season? I think he played outside on every single snap. I mean, I, I really I don't know. Listen, I mean, let me see. I just hate this with it. I have to do, I have to go and open up a whole new Chrome window. I mean, it's it, not I mean, it's not that it's not that big a deal. I'll, I'll go to I'll go to PFF and look. I mean, it's just go to the, what premium stats and go to by position. We'll look at receiving receiving reports for the wide receivers. Go to slot performance, mm-hmm. and we'll just see if Arcega Whiteside's even on here. Uh, not on page one. Let's see. Let's go to two hundred. Arcega. So JJ Arcega Whiteside. Ran, um, let's see. He ran his okay. So Arthega. So let's look at the snap. The snap percentage out of the slot is what we want, right? Thirteen point four percent of his routes out of the slot last year. So not at all. He's an out. He, he's a, he's an outside receiver. He's he he's a big X receiver. He's like a Vincent Jackson. Or, or or Mike Evans, except much shittier so far. In his maybe career. if he ever got, maybe if he ever got in the field. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with him. All right, move, move, moving a little bit farther down the running back list here, I'm having to put Le'Veon Bell and Chris Carson in a whole different, um, in a whole different tier than some of these guys up here, like the like the Aaron Joneses, Clyde Edwards-Helaire, even Todd Gurley after the draft. I think he had a his, his situation post NFL draft looks strong, right? Strong, 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 strong to quite strong. Do you at least agree with that? That Atlanta yeah. didn't do anything to address the running back position. It feels like they're just ready to ready to get going. Um, 
Le'Veon Bell and Chris Carson are a little bit farther down the list, but in their own tier, really, before we get to the James Connors, the David Johnsons, um, Devin Singletary, Jonathan Taylor and stuff. But I'm thinking Chris Carson maybe in, maybe belongs up there more towards Todd Gurley and stuff because I think so. Rashad Penny looks like he's going to be injured to start the season. Um, they haven't really done much to address the position. Byron talked about how he thought he was a winner from the NFL draft on there. Well, the thing is, too, like it was the same thing last season. People thought Chris Carson was going to take a dive, and he didn't. I, I feel like he's kind of in that Frank Gore kind of territory every year. Like, oh, well, you know, he, he's going to have a drop off or something, and, and he doesn't. I, I feel like Chris Carson is underrated right now. Do you know one guy who's, who's, who, who's never going to catch the, the coronavirus? <laughs> uh, who's that? Frank Frank Gore. There's absolutely no way that guy that that guy would survive it. The, the, the an atomic holocaust. It's just out there is, out there with the roaches. Yeah, he just yeah. We'll all be dust, and Frank Gore will be walking around without a hazmat suit on, eating eat, eat, eat a slice of pizza. Um, okay, uh, just and then at the at, at the wide receiver position, how about how, how about this one? Um, a couple guys that I'm just having really a lot, a, a lot of trouble sorting out. A tier I'm having a lot of trouble sorting out. Can you tell me how you rank these guys, or at least within this sort of tier, how you would have them uh, with? AJ Brown, Kenny Galladay. It's five of these guys. If 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 you need to write it down, I'm not sure if all those years on Sirius XM have helped you with remembering these cockamamie questions. AJ Brown, so far. Kenny Galladay, Juju, Thielen, and A Rob. Is there anyone who you specifically see at the very top of that list? Feeling, really? Because because the consensus says that it's that it's Kenny Galladay right now. If if we're just looking at all the ADPs across all the different spots that we're feeding into the into the mock draft simulator, it's Galladay's going. Yeah, I mean, razzle dazzle and Chad is saying Kenny G for him too. I I think I think that I think that he's. I'm not saying I think it's right. But you think it's stealing up top with Diggs now out of I the think picture? So. Okay, it's 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 weird because if, if you're we just looking look at, at it, if you're just looking at tar- target share, I mean, I think he's just. If I don't really see who's going to touch him there. If we're looking on it based on just ADP alone, though, he's kind he's kind of at the bottom of the list, not at the top. Is it safe to say that A.J. Brown won't be as efficient next season and buying into last year's efficiency might be a fool's errand? Or is he such a G that we're not worried? I'm not worried because I think he'll get more volume this season. So do you like A.J. Brown better than Kenny Galladay? No. It's probably – Do you what? and then what about Juju? I mean, are we just – we just are we just done with Juju? Are we forgetting that he was a guy that people were taking in the early second round of redraft leagues last year? The Steelers seem like they're pretty much done with Juju. Steel uh, the Steelers can suck it if they're done with Juju. They're idiots if that's true. I mean, he's he's going right now at the end of the third uh, the three four turn. I mean, how can you not like Juju there? I mean, I, I like Juju, I, but I think it's going to be 
I don't, I don't think he's going to be with the Steelers that much longer. I think is what I'm saying, but maybe that means he has a, he puts out this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Who, who knows, man? I think that, uh, I think that we're might be sleeping a little bit. I I like all these. I like all those receivers in that category. That's why I'm not usually worried if I miss on, you know, if you and miss that's why, and that's why I'm going with the, right some of these other guys. It's like, and, uh, and that's why I'm going with Thielen and the target share. And the, I just think he's going to get that much more volume. I think. I mean, trash me. You can you can come out like if if if, if you're picking at the uh, if you're picking at what? So you'd be picking at the around the turn. Right for this to happen like this, to where you'd have the one, two, and then you would have, yeah, the three, four. So the end of the third, beginning of fourth. If you had the, if if you had the, uh, if you had, if you were picking at the turn and you came out of this thing with Josh Jacobs and say Joe Mixon, or you know Nick Chubb and Kenyon Drake or something like that for your first two running backs, and then. You went two wide receiver at the next turn, and you got Allen Robinson and Adam Thielen, or Juju and Kenny Galladay. That's a that's an awesome start, I think. In a, in yeah, a, that in sounds a like a team the makings of a championship team. Well, you you you. De- I mean, you definitely like it better than starting out. You know, Tyreek Hill, DeAndre Hopkins, and then having to go. Uh, Chris Carson, Devin Singletary. Actually, that doesn't sound too bad to me. Actually, it all sounds good. Just fan- fantasy football sounds awesome right now, doesn't it? I can't. <laughs> oh, I can't yeah. wait to. Live. I cannot wait. All right. Uh, speaking of guys who you do not um, things we're excited about, who are the players you're not excited about? Let's get to it. Drum roll, please. Trash man's do not draft list for 2020. <laughs> A very very contrived topic. <laughs> We're basically being forced to talk about because you you shouldn't you shouldn't have a do not draft list, but we do care about we do care about the analytics. We do want you guys to uh, please please uh, subscribe here on YouTube, give us a thumbs up, and leave a comment because that does help our uh, our benevolent robot overlords <laughs> at, at at YouTube <laughs> with the algorithm. Who's on your do not draft list, Trash Man? Let's hear it. Okay. First off, Odell Beckham. Okay, uh, he's he he's on mine, but I, I'd I'd like to hear why. Well, it's not that I, he's not on my do not. I'm just not drafting him where he is right now in the ADP. Do you have it's, the ADP? It's, it's too high. It's, do you have the ADP? Too high for me. Let me just yeah, look at I do. And just see if they have a consensus of ADP. Uh, Odell Beckham is in, is 27 overall right now 10th wide receiver he's above guys like austin eckler i'm not drafting him above austin eckler oh jesus christ no so we haven't well we haven't priced in at about if he fell to th- i mean we have i haven't priced in currently if he fell to 30 uh you take him would you take him over uh melvin gordon or todd Gurley? no uh okay um what about over what about over those guys we just talked about? That tier we just talked because I have the next guy up after that tier above Kenny Galladay. I have Odell Beckham right now. Would you have Odell I'm, Beckham? No, below those guys. Yes. Okay. So I we're not going to. I, I don't. I feel anyone. I feel Kenny Galladay has the upside of a Beckham these days. 
And I think he's a lot more consistent. I just, I, I think, I, I think the Browns are going to be better. I think Baker's going to be better. <laughs> Good. Good for you. I mean, but I know that Kelly, Kenny Galladay is, is who I think, I think he is right now. I think what we're going to have to do is we're not going to be all the way out on Odell Beckham and roster watch nation, but I might price him down just a little bit more to where we're gonna have to get him at a, a, a really good value as opposed to the, as opposed to the rest of the market. Maybe if we could get him in that same tier that we were just talking about with the Kenny Galladay's, the AJ Browns, the Juju's at that point in time, I think looking Odell becomes pre- pretty, pretty appealing from, from, from an upside standpoint for me. If we're talking, we're talking about a fourth round pick on 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 Odell Beckham in fantasy football, and end of the third, if we price him in there, you're saying it's right now it's 27. So we're talking 3.03. I'm only talking maybe if we get six picks of value there, more like 309, 310. But um, cer- cer- certainly understand it. Uh, is it just because Jarvis is there? And I mean, Kareem Hunt. Yeah, well, the and it's because it's because Baker Mayfield is still. I don't. Do you believe in Baker Mayfield? Yes, he keeps making excuses. All right, yes. I want to see it. I want to see it. I believe in any kid that comes from the shores of beautiful Lake Travis, Texas. <laughs> I want to see it first. All right, next. Up next, Cortland Sutton. What? A do not draft? Oh, all right, that's fair. I'm just not. I'm just not drafting where his ADP is right now. So his ADP, um, what is his ADP? I, I, I 30, didn't get 38. So we have Cortland Sutton priced in somewhere around. I mean, it's pretty close, man. We haven't priced in from 39 to 40. If you're choosing between him and between him and like the Le'Veon Bell, the like the Le'Veon Bell types. I would take Le'Veon Bell or Cortland Sutton every day of the week. I think a lot of that I, offense. I I understand. I th- I think I would. I think I would too. But I also think that once you see how drafts go, and once you start seeing how the simulations go, you'll understand that wide receivers are they're they're having to get pushed up just just a little bit from a from a roster construction standpoint. But even so, I mean, with you're what gonna, is, you're gonna fucking you you are gonna lose out on everybody if you if if all you're saying is like Jesus, you telling me that I can have you know DJ Moore or Melvin Gordon? I'm taking you know or Todd Gurley or you know AJ Brown. I'm gonna take Todd Gurley every time. If you, you but the fact of the matter is, are you are you, the, are you, you take are you taking Cortland Sutton there? Are you waiting for Jerry Judy? Or even KJ Hamler later. I feel like there's too much competition on that KJ, offense for him. I'm not. I'm not drafting KJ Hamler in a in a in a redraft league. Absolutely. I just don't think that. I don't think the same targets are there for Sutton this season. Is it because, how how much of it has to do with your worry and Drew Locke? <laughs> a lot of it has to do with my worry and Drew Locke, but a lot of it has to do with my worry and, G- and Jerry Judy. Judy's awesome. Hamler's great. Yeah, I mean, Noah Fant should be taking a step forward. Al- Albert O was Drew Locke's primary target in college in Missouri. He probably he has he has he has more practice throwing the football to Albert O than he does Cor- Cortland Sutton. That's, I mean, that, I think that's, I think I that's think one hundred percent true. That's one hundred percent true. I think you're relying on Cortland Sutton's touchdown equity, and and, and is that ever something you want to rely on? Who who else is on your do not draft list? On my do not draft last list, Debo Samuel. Really, we're getting a lot of him in simulation. So you're gonna have to explain to me why. Is it just because of Brandon Ayuk? 
I think, yeah, I think they're going to be and treading on Jimmy a G. lot of each other's territory. I don't, I don't love Jimmy G. I think Debo's going to be more inconsistent with with Ayuk around. I just don't see it being. I don't. I don't see it being a boon in fantasy. I. I don't think the upside is going to be worth worth the gamble there. Debo Samuel always feels like such a rock solid wide receiver two to land when I'm running these simulations. It makes me feel awesome to get him. He's not going to be on my do not draft list. Uh, I find myself getting a lot of a lot of Debo Samuel, a lot of DJ Chark too in that same area when you generally get Debo. Sometimes you can get Chark. Maybe I feel a little bit better about Chark. I feel uh, better about yeah, Chark. I mean, I do. Like that's the way that the sheet currently, you know, it's, I mean, still we're obviously still testing. And you guys who are pro members, we're going to get up the PPR cheat sheet as soon as we possibly can, and that will kind we'll kind of pivot from the best ball cheat sheet to the PPR cheat sheet just so we can really start getting into this for redraft season. Um, you can, of course, you can use the PPR sheet for your for your best ball drafts as as, as well, and uh, just make it a little more streamlined there with that. Plus. Once we can start running these simulations on, on building actual teams that we're going to manage during the season, I like to put my entire focus on that because it's all people are going to care about by, by the time we get to June, June and July anyway. So always trying to stay ahead of the curve here at Roster Watch. All right. Who else, Trash Man? You've, you've given us three uh, all, all wide receivers. Every, all, all of the guys are wide receivers. All right. I'm not doing that draft. Um, the next one is John Brown. I can, I mean, I can see why I'm not drafting John Brown. Uh, what, what is, what is, what is his ADP right now? It's almost like I don't even care. His ADP right now is. I it's 84. Are you kidding me? Trash man. I mean, I almost want to show a screen share here. I will. Let me do let me do a share screen and I'll just give you a quick peek. I can't let you guys see too much of the 2020 master sheet. But when I do, look at this trash man. Look look what he's priced in at. Count right here. 84. <laughs> so maybe I need to get him a little bit lower here on this sheet. Um that's about where it started to feel right though. Around the t- I started thinking, yeah, if I can get a running back 3 and carry on Johnson, that kind of that type of player Maybe John Brown fits around there. I would never take him above Darius Geis. Do you know who I need? Me neither. I wouldn't take him above Geis. There are a few I guys. I, I, I need to move him at least. Now that I'm talking to you about this, let's just do it here in live real time. I'm moving John Brown below Deontay Johnson and, and Emmanuel Sanders. That was idiotic to have him above those guys at all. Um, but that's just how it was imported because it's, it originally gets imported. Well, I'm, 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 I'm not going to talk about this, the secrets of the magical sheet. But – do you like John Brown as much as Christian Kirk, Mike Williams? Do you like it better than those guys? Uh, it's a coin flip for me with those guys. I might, take- like him a li- I, might, I might like him a little bit better than both of those guys. Okay. So, I mean, if, if he's there in the ninth round or tenth round, you'll, you'll draft John Brown. Yeah. So the, I mean, it's why this is the stupidest idea ever to do a do not draft list. Maybe it's just maybe it should be a do not draft at their current ADP list. All right. Who's who's your final one? That is Michael Gallup. 
Even you, a Cowboys fan, you just say, get him the hell out of here, C.D. Lamb. That's it. C.D. for life. Well, well, I mean, I'm not drafting him ahead of C.D. Lamb. 